You know, the other day we were talking about sort of the, the, the continued reopening, and maybe Top Gun would be the catalyst to bring the, the movie industry back. And by golly, I think it did. And so now we get people back in the habit, even more people back in the habit of going out. Maybe they're going out to eat. One man who can tell us, because he operates in every sector of the, the restaurant industry, is Randy DeWitt, the chairman of FB Society, you know, Whiskey Cake and 60 Vines. Son of a butcher and Mexican sugar and the ranch and haywire, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. It's good to be with you too, David. So people have been coming back for a while, and and I think especially in this area. But what are you seeing? Has has it reignited? Absolutely, uh, especially in in Texas, um, North Texas, and Austin are the most robust uh, markets in Texas. And, you know, 2021 was a, actually a terrific year for us. It didn't start out that way, of course, but it just kept ramping up, ramping up. And those traffic trends have continued into 2022. Well, you've, like I say, you operated all sectors. I'll, I'll categorize Haywire as sort of a white tablecloth. And maybe on the other end, you've got Son of a Butcher where you people can pop in and grab a bag full of food and, and leave. So where's the interest? High, low, middle? It's everywhere. Um, I would say, you know, for our own brands, and you categorize them pretty well, although there are no white tablecloths at Haywire. It's just our most upscale concept. Um, and that's the brand that is up the most. Um, I think, you know, people save money during COVID. I think they were cooped up and they're, they're in, in a mindset to go out and celebrate. And, you know, what, one of the biggest uh, trends most recently is group dining is back, you know, corporate functions, big celebrations. Really? Uh, yeah. And, and so the, the little private rooms and in meetings and you yes. know, business dinners, that's back, huh? Yes. We've had whole restaurant buyouts, um, you know, uh, we, we've hosted a couple of weddings, you know, there's so many wet, uh, weddings trying to be scheduled yeah. right now. We, we, we have a catering company now too called Vestals. I'm not sure you knew about right. that. Uh, but they're, they're book solid for weddings. So they'll refer weddings to some of our restaurants that actually have, you know, somewhat of a, a venue that can be used for that. You know, we, we monitored your, your food hall up at uh, legacy West all through, conception to, to the execution and that's interesting because that you get a lot of business travel you know there's i mean a lot of business traffic because there's so many office buildings in west legacy um i noticed jp morgan chase's ceo jamie diamond is pounding the table and telling everybody to go back to work which ought yeah. to be good for your lunch business i i, I saw elon musk tweet yesterday Get back to the office or else. <laughs> well, so does that help you? Is that busy? Are people back in those offices up there in, in you know, Legacy West? I, this is the way the, the recovery sort of played like this. You know, initially it was people just wanted to get out of their house, but they were not going back to the office. So dinners became just so busy. And one thing we all learned to do during COVID or the, the, the reopening from COVID was learn to make reservations. And it's so easy now. It's all done on your phone and everyone has good systems that we put in and, and made work really well. So, you know, dinners recovered first and now lunches are coming back and group dining. So, you know, our, you mentioned uh, legacy hall. 
our food hall in Legacy West. Uh, I'm actually traveling right now uh, with our COO of that uh, company. Um, and she told me this morning um, her year-to-date sales are up 25 per traffic, not sales. Traffic is up 25% over 2021. And we thought we were doing good in 2021. Do you think that's um, daytime traffic or is it evening or just overall? It's most of it's most of the increase over last year has has happened during lunch so lunch lunch traffic is back uh, group big group dining is back you know it's also an entertainment venue where we do concerts there and uh we we've also learned to do ticketed concerts so uh, you know bigger name performers that'll draw large crowds uh, all, all of that's helped the traffic but yeah you know you know another thing that i've noticed is that your industry seems to have adopted technology to a greater extent than it had in the past. I say that, because, and we've talked about this in the past, but I mean, for two decades, I've gone to Europe, and when I finish my meal, they bring a little thing over that looks like a TI calculator and, right. and zip my card through it, and it's, it makes for a faster, seamless process. I never give up my card. That never made it to the U.S. Now... It seems like it's here. Everybody's adopted it, yeah. and it's wireless. Is that because of the the hard, It's so much harder to get workers. Do you think? Uh, no, I, I would say what what really was driving that. Uh, well, first of all, the restaurant industry is the one of the slowest adopters of technology. Um, we're we're really embracing it now, and COVID was an accelerant to adoption of technology. Um, so the, the handheld payment uh, handhelds, um, I, it, we don't have a long enough show to talk about why that didn't occur sooner in the U.S. But as you know, that was all over Europe for a decade before it started showing up in, in the U.S. It's so much more convenient. C consumers love it. The servers love it. Our table turns are faster. You're not waiting around for someone to bring your, your piece of paper back to sign. So um, it's all good. But I would think that that would help with personnel too, just, just sort of speeding up the process and maybe less demand for a you know, need for a cashier. And yeah. You know, look, and anytime you're an entrepreneur and uh, running a company like, like ours that serves the public, um, you know, I wake up every day and I think, how do I remove a pain point from, from our employees or our consumers? And, you know, the handheld uh, devices, uh, not, not only can you pay on it, but the servers are now ordering. Right. The, they're turning in the order to the kitchen on those devices. So they don't have to run across the room and uh, stand in line to use the POS terminal. Uh, they just carry it with them. So you've, you know, you've spread out, you know, well beyond, you know, your old, you know, rockfish background of North Texas. What are you seeing around the country? I, I know Nashville was a hot market for you, for example. Yeah, we, we, we opened a food hall in Nashville during COVID uh, right downtown at Fifth and Broadway. It's just on fire. I mean, I you can't imagine how busy it is, how much people love the option of having, you know, all those uh, different uh, food stalls to choose from. Uh, downtown Nashville is, a, a you know, for counter service quality food, it, it, it didn't exist down there. There was a bunch of honky tonks that really didn't even serve food. 
um, or some upscale dining, you know, around the uh, convention center and whatnot. So we, we filled a really good void there and did it really well. And on the rooftop of that food hall, we have the largest rooftop deck in Nashville. Uh, it's right across the street from the Ryman Auditorium and the Bridgestone Arena. Oh, that's the old so, Grand Ole Opry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, it's just doing really, really So in, well. in these food halls, are you relying on the individual entrepreneurs? Because I noticed a fair amount of turnover within Legacy after it opened up. For sure. Are you, yeah. are you putting in your own concepts? We did some of that um, when we couldn't get other people to come back and reopen something. Um, we backfilled with Velvet Taco, for instance. Uh, that was actually in there prior to COVID. Uh, but then Son of a Butcher was one of those brands that, you know, was created in a response to our, our burger operator, um, you know, didn't make it. And so we reopened, created that brand. Um, we, you know, my, my partner, Jack Gibbons, who's CEO of our company now, is from Philadelphia. And he couldn't find anybody to do Philly cheesesteaks uh, that met his high quality <laughs> standard. So we created a brand called the Philly Special. Uh, it's doing really well. But um, most of it um, are, you know, the, the local cool chefs and operators uh, from the so you So you still got faith in them. I mean, they, they oh, the pockets absolutely. are deep enough and they can absolutely. make it. Yeah, we, we, have, we have quite a waiting list of people that want to open up in the food halls all right so last uh, of this myriad of concepts that you've got and you've you know you've selected some that you that you grow what are you working on right now what are the concepts that you think have the the the, the legs to go out national yeah we're aggressively growing whiskey cake 60 vines mexican sugar is newer there are only two open we're building our third in uptown in dallas um, and it's going to be a, a monster. It's going to be the most uh, beautiful, huge restaurant, two levels, big outdoor area. Um, we're, we're growing Mexican sugar. Uh, Velvet Taco, we um, still own a small piece, but uh, we uh, brought that to private equity to fund really aggressive growth. I think Velvet Taco, I'm still a board member. I, I, I think we have 32, 33. Wow. And one opening every three to four weeks now. That's, that's um, well, it sounds like it's going to be a fun summer and uh, hopefully a profitable summer for FB Society. Randy DeWitt's the chairman. And we always enjoy our visits and catching up. Thank you for taking the time. Thanks for calling me, David. All right. For more of our conversation with Mr. DeWitt, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.